Anywho, you'll be great. I'm dying. You're dying right now to see no, it. To see it. Those see Star Wars. So, have you deal. seen everyone in the theater? Everyone that you could. I mean, you were a child when the other ones were out. So, yeah, no, I haven't seen any of them in the theater. Oh really? Oh really? No. I'll wait for him. Usually, I saw a lot oh. of them in the theater. This is the end. I woke up so I woke up the other day and said, Oh my gosh, the new Star Wars released, like it was the day it released, and I was like, I'm gonna go see it by myself. I was like, I'm gonna go see a movie by myself, I'm gonna go watch Star Wars. And then literally I was getting ready because I was like, I'm gonna go to the theater and I had my car keys in my hand. I was like, Mikey, you've never seen any of the other ones. You can't watch this one, it's the last problem. one. Yeah, well see that's why I said I hadn't started I just got all hi- how many years now they've been doing it? I don't think I'm gonna get on that bandwagon anytime soon. We should watch Stevie, we're recording a podcast. Oh, hi, Stevie. If you heard muffling, it's Stevie in the background. We can't hear you. We're recording right now, Stevie. What do you think we can do this for? He needs to be a guest, too. We need an Australian accent on our Well, you can keep talking, Stevie, but we can't hear you. We are truly international here on the Refocus podcast. Stevie keeps talking. We can't hear you, Stevie. God, Stevie's Australian, so he's actually Aww. maybe towards the end we'll have him read something Is like the newspaper. Is that why he talks funny? Yeah, yeah. he has like a speech like, impediment. There's an accent there, but I don't even know where that's from. I thought he was from like up north. <laughs> he's he's he Michigan, or something yeah. like that. It's some, I think he's from the Bronx. They talk different up there. I'm just playing. I know. I will a, say that he's I from down under. I'm a total Planet of the Apes theater goer. What does that mean? Planet of the Apes. Those movies now. See, I like those movies. Every single one I've seen in now, the theater. Now, now, oh, is that something that's ongoing? Do they have more of those? Mm-hmm. Because they as a young out. young child, they were really the first ones were popular. I was a fan of the and first I, ones. They came out before I was born, but I wa- yes, I've watched them in my childhood. My dad used to take me to the theater to dad, see them. My dad showed uh, them. To and me yeah, as well. I remember back even if you didn't see a movie. Um, uh, you know, it didn't come out the first r- time it was released. It was going to be around for about three or four years. You could go to these little second-run movie theaters and oh. see it. So I love that. Now, you know, go straight to, well, there's not, what does it go to now? Blu-ray? I don't you know. You were going to say video, though, oh, were you? It goes, <laughs> it goes straight, straight to video. video. It goes it to purchase. Um, like purchase on iTunes or yeah, something. Yeah, and it goes to the... Uh, I don't know, so many different streaming services. Streaming services, yes, streaming, streaming. That's what we I do. just realized that my favorite show is, uh, in every form of it, nearly, is on uh, Netflix. I don't know if this is new, or I just haven't been on Netflix for very long, but Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Next Generation, and Star Trek, the original series, is all now, on I, I realize that the Planet Netflix. of the Apes is considered science fiction, but I, I don't call it, because I don't like that other stuff. I've recently had this conversation with yeah. somebody about what is considered um, science fiction, Yeah, and I would say Interstellar is sci-fi, yeah. even though it's, I mean, I consider that yeah. sci-fi. Um, Planet of the Apes, absolutely sci-fi. You don't but think I so? like it. And you said I don't but like I sci-fi. Like yeah, but I used to like the sci-fi. Like you can the, like some sci-fi. You know, I don't like the, um, you know, the, 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 the Star Trek, the Star Wars. I got to tell you. Anything I to do with space, I don't care I don't know if y'all know this about me. Um, might be a, a My favorite well-kept, Martian. No, 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 no. well-kept secret about Goldie D. I've seen every episode of Star Trek. Uh, I've seen every episode of Stargate Atlantis and Stargate HG1. I've seen, uh, I, just, I, I binge Interstellar TV shows. Love. Interstellar. Love. So what was Whoopi Goldberg on? She was on Next Generation, and she, we're watching this, the, the um, 
Uh, Stevie and I have been watching the, the Guinan. Yes, he was Guinan. Oh, yeah, like, she was, yeah, she was, she's not Stewart human. Captain. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, misconceptions. She wasn't a human. She was some kind of weird species well, they don't know about. She's like the Yoda of Star Trek. Seven named Six of Nine or something. On yeah, there. Seven of Nine, and uh, she's sexy. And and Iris Lafleur wants to be her for Halloween. Well, I mean, it's a good. I think good I should costume. be Counselor Troy. Mm, I love. I don't know, say it's too much. To keep Can't up you with. see Goldie as Counselor Troy or Beverly? Beverly, who's Beverly? Oh no, I meant. I think <laughs> <laughs> call me Beverly. Beverly. Dr. Beverly. Oh, oh I thought you were calling me Beverly. I thought you were calling her Beverly. Girl, she's passed on. But I think Allison would be good. As Beverly as has Beverly. passed yes. on. Allison sure. would be make a good Beverly, which is a character on Star Trek. I'm sorry, I totally was like Beverly. I never heard of that's a new one on me. I start using the name Beverly as a dig on people. Like you are such a oh, Beverly. You're so Beverly. God, oh, God. Oh my God, you're so Beverly. You're such a Beverly. Don't oh Beverly God. me, bitch. <laughs> That's a new thing, yeah. Don't be Beverly me, like bitch. Judy. I didn't know what Judy was until we did this podcast. So. You're my good Judy, bitch. Good Judy. You're my Judy, you're my Judy, you're my Judy. Hi, welcome everybody. Yeah. This is... Uh, the Refocus Podcast, and you've stumbled into an hour with Goldie D. And Alice in Wonderland. Uh, we're here with our producer, Chelly Bowman, as we always are. And today our guest is none other but, drumroll, oh, yes. Tamara Gold. Tamara. Goldman, right? Oh, my God. Goldman. <laughs> Goldman. <laughs> Gold, what is it? Gold something. Goldstein. Goldminer. Gold if you keep on guessing, you'll run into Gold it. Sachs. There's not that Goldman many. Sachs. I will always remember my brother had a friend. His name was Mark Goldstein. So. You know, it's a funny thing. It's like the and they were Catholic. of Jewish people. Yeah, it's right? There's a lot of Goldsteins out there. I'm not related to any of them that you know. Yeah, I, I promise probably. you. Are there a lot of Goldsteins in Memphis? There are Goldsteins yeah, they used in to Memphis. Be, I said my friend, my brother when had a I, friend. I used to wait tables at Fleming's and all the Jewish people would come in there and they would be like, oh, I know Ben Goldstein or I know so-and-so Goldstein. Do you know them? No, I do not. No. Oh, you should have played it up. Chicago. Ben Goldstein, be he's tables, my cousin. Look, you know, I don't know them. My nephew. You play it up, get tips, you know. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like, but people don't do that if your last name is Smith, right? You're like, you're Stephen Smith. No. Do you know uh, no. Adrian Smith? No, they no don't. I don't think they do that. I wouldn't do it's that. Smith. I wouldn't do my that. My sister, my sister had to change her name from Megan Winter to Megan Smith, and though I'm, she loves her life and loves her husband and all that is great, and she loved changing her name, I'm sure. But I was so devastated. I was like, what a fun name you have, and now it's Megan Smith. Right, right. Well, you know, some people nowadays don't have to change their name at all. So, these uh, I won't you know, suggest that to anybody. <laughs> these I'm not sure business. that I would ever change my name. Would if you? I ever got married, I'm not sure you I would. would. Yeah, I would yes, be, I'm so would used you? to yeah. hearing my name. But, you know, as a gay man, when I come across uh, the idea of marriage, the idea of changing my name with my partner sounds so enticing because it, it, you know why? Because it's so heteronormative. Right, right, I want right, to break right, into right. that and be like, oh, I'm a part of oh this my too. God. Goldie, you're not a gay man. <laughs> as a, a woman. I'm just playing. We, they all know what we got. They know the tea here. Ba-da, bum, 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 bum. Uh, so, anyways, Tamara uh, Goldman Steens, Goldman Saxon Steens, oh, is a. Uh, is Goldstein is the owner and operator of Zebra Lounge here in Memphis, or Zebra Lounge Memphis. Yes, and if you have not been to the Zebra Lounge, you are missing out. It's Mm. one of my favorite little spots in Mm -hmm. Memphis. She also happens to be a great ally to the LGBT community. She's a constant collaborator with Focus and the Focus Awards, and uh, she's a member of Pegasus. Yes. Um, I'm missing something. Am I missing something? 
<laughs> a mother to a, a wild mother. child. Oh, is Rex not wild, is he? Rex Yeah, Rosen. he's definitely wild. He's he, an animal. There's not a lot of fear there. No. Not a lot of fear. Unless he's getting a haircut. Well, I don't know if he fears that or just doesn't he's want it. He's down with it now because I give Goldie him M&M's. Hair it's, all, it's all about what you make of the experience. <laughs> Goldie, you cut M&M's? Rex's hair? I have Once. before. He, um, I think I've done it twice, but uh, each time he wasn't into it. But also, it, uh, I don't know if there was a fear or just like he just wasn't into it. Didn't Goldie it. is a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. And really? <laughs> <laughs> Can't I have tell. noticed. <laughs> when he cut Rex's hair... Um, he was a year. It was a year ago, so he was three, and his poor little attention span oh, just no. does not handle perfectionism. He's not very patient. Not patient he didn't want to sit all. there for nothing. We've been working on patience, though. Oh yeah. Now he tells me to be patient. Patient, mom. Oh. He like you're getting on to him, and he's like, "Be patient. Yeah, be patient Come chill." <laughs> That's cute, though. He's listening. he's listening. Um, I asked you to be uh, on the podcast. Uh, because uh, we, or I, hosted at uh, Zebra Lounge, which you have often had Goldie to host at your establishment. I hosted at Zebra Lounge for New Year's Eve. We're here on New Year's Day recording oh, this. Yes. 2020. Uh, 2020, we're, we're eating black-eyed peas and pizza. I'm not really sure what that says about our future, but um, uh, you hosted me as a host of your New Year's Eve party, and Chelly was there, uh, who's the producer. I don't know if I keep reminding people that. Me and Chelly were there. We were actually each other's New Year's Eve kiss. Or that is things. so sweet. Did I you, love that. Was there nice. tongue involved? She tried to slip it, but I I'm did. a lady. I most certainly did You not. did. I, I felt it knocking at my front door. I mean, you, were, you were beautiful, Goldie, last I, night. So. I, I looked like a beautiful linebacker. You know, well, that's... A beautiful... Did anybody else try to slip it in? Um, not in his mouth. Not in my mouth. Um, <laughs> there was an interesting experience it's in like the bathroom. They tried to go up my nose. It was weird. Anyway, oh, oh, this is strange. Um, but tomorrow you uh, host the gay community uh, a good bit at the uh, Zebra Lounge. Uh, why? Because they're fun. Oh, they're fun. I mean, there's obviously, um, yeah, I, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, we were talking about how, uh, by and large, the gay community tips better. They have more fun. They stay out later. The they're they know how to, If you want to have a good party, invite gay people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to have say, fun. Uh, Goldie and I were talking about this earlier today, but they're very generous. There's a lot of generosity going around with mm-hmm. that community. Right. So, in general. I mean, you, you, we were so excited that you were an asset to Memphis at, at, as, in a, as a whole, the community. But particularly, we are so fortunate to have you as an ally in the so LGBTQ crazy. community. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because it kind of benefits all of us, doesn't it? It does. It really right? does. Like, having a fun party is great for the bar. It's great for y'all. It's great for me. It's I'm, great it's for really your brain a, space. I mean... We love to host the party because they're so damn fun. Who mm. wants to work at a boring bar? Right. I mean, they're fun. How did you get into the bar business? Uh, laziness, I think. I didn't want to go to college. Um, <laughs> bloop. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad, she says. Actually. Every, every bartender that uh, is a career bartender is like, what? Laziness? But, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the, I've been in restaurants for so long, so I guess that includes bar. Um. It's just the progression of a server, I think. Natural so I started in a yeah. restaurant when I was really young, like 19. I was a hostess, coachette girl, then you're a server, then you're a bartender, then you're a manager, then you're a food and beverage person, and then you're a bar owner. It's like this little progression. 
I do miss waiting tables. I have to admit. Oh, do you really? I do. I miss working for somebody else, playing by everybody else's rules, yeah, that, going yeah. in your going into your job, doing your job, and then walking going not home taking your ta- and not taking your job, your job home at the job. Like that's so wonderful. I really work well within other people's parameters. I like to follow rules and know what's expected of me, and then I rest easy at night because I know what I did. I did everything I was supposed to do. The weird part about hearing you say that is that that's not how I would describe you or my experience with you is that you're a natural leader and somebody who naturally takes charge. Interesting. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes we're not the way we perceive ourselves. I mean, you, I've, I met you as a bar owner. I, I met you right when you opened Zebra Lounge. It was, uh, I met you probably at Zebra Lounge, I would imagine. But uh, it, my always perception of you, my constant perception of you is one of a uh, leader and in-charge person. I would think that, too. I didn't, I mean, I wouldn't, yes. I thought you were always. I feel like. Owner uh, owner yeah, feels weird to me. I feel like oper- we're talking about operations, right? Sure. Because you could be an owner and not operate right. the bar. So as an operator, I have a really good understanding of what makes a bar work, like how it works. So what type, what's going to keep people there, how you're going to be successful. But there are, you know, things that you learn throughout the years of doing it to, make, you know, so I take all the things that you learned throughout those years and get the people that are working for you to, to do it the same way. What do you think that um, people don't know about owning and operating a bar in Tennessee that, that would surprise them? The tax rate. Oh, it's I cr- feel yeah. like this is a loaded question. I knew where it was going, and that's why I asked it. The tax I'm interested rate. in you talking uh, talking about. It. I mean, we mentioned, we've talked about it before, but it's it's incredible here, is it not? It really is. It really is. So they just raised sales tax today. Right today to nine point seven five. What yeah. was it before? Nine point two five on sales tax. So oh. that means um, wow. food, beer, mm-hmm. clothing, groceries. Nine point two. Five, no, 9.75. But with liquor and wine, which are grouped together, liquor and wine are the same category, and that's an extra 15%. So if you add that onto your sales tax, you're looking at 24.25 or now 25%. <gasps> yeah. 25 just gasped. I know. I was like, it's <gasps> yeah. cutting into my drinking money. It's shocking. Shocking. Well, um, and... Do you happen to know what that is comparative to other states? I think it's Chicago. It's 11.5%. I don't think... But the thing is, what I've learned is that in a state where you're not paying individual income taxes, mm-hmm. right? I feel like the state needs to get the money somewhere. And so they do it yes. in other ways. So that's a guess. I feel like that's a lot of people's guess. But also it's a moral, uh, they attach some kind of Well, yeah, they call it sin tax, right? That 15% they're calling sin tax because uh we live in the Bible Belt. And I think after Prohibition, everything just got a little crazy. Uh, Do you think, uh, what's the, you're a bar owner, so obviously you see some kind of uh, value in owning a bar. Um, But if you were going to argue getting rid of that tax, um, and telling someone what the value of uh, bars are, or if someone was going to abolish bar community and you had to uh, pitch what the value of bar community was, what's the value of a bar? Well, it's an entertainment area, right? What's the value of an arcade? You know, so adult, adulting, I don't, I'm, entertainment I, value. Uh, Allison, what's the value of a bar? 
Oh, I think it's uh, uh, it's it's community. It's 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 your it's your adult um, playground, if you will. I know it's kind of it's your meeting place. It's your uh, well. What's what's the value of a restaurant, right? You can mm-hmm. say the same thing. Yeah, but but restaurants are not as conducive right, you, to you might need a fraternization as a bar. You might for your, I don't think you might need a, for your life source a restaurant. You uh, you could debatably not need a bar for your life source. But I would say, um, similar to what you just said, a restaurant doesn't have a the tie-in of community and conversation well, all I mean, the time. Just, I just know, personally, I have a better time. I mean, you have a few drinks, you're happier. A bar is just a happier place. And the restaurants are happy, too. But, you know, people are trying to dine. And not that you go into a bar and act like a fool, but I have done that many uh, occasions. It's fun. Now, what, what, so what well, people are like, oh, she just had a few too many, but you know. What are y'all's opinions on uh, sober bars? Oh, whatever. <laughs> what the? What the f? Ever? You know, like when you think about that's it, that's called I, Alcoholic Anonymous meetings. I yeah. feel like that my whole world is a sober bar because, as the bartender, I'm still in the bar, right, mm. hanging out in the bar, and typically, especially. In the last decade, well, not decade, five years, I don't really drink behind the bar as much as I used to. Um, but it makes it more enjoyable. People's personalities are so crazy and interesting. That's it, It's a really fun type of job. The people I get to meet. Sure. I get to meet so many cool people, so many awful people, too. Do but think- I don't judge them any differently. They're literally guests, and they right. all are in the same category. And the trick is to figure out... How to talk to them without a piss, you know, without pissing them off, uh, and that's a challenge. I love. Do that. you think that you could get a similar sensation not serving alcohol whatsoever and, and working in a sober bar? That like, serve- I think so. I think you can. You know, coming in and talking to whoever is tending the bar, like talking to a total stranger about your problems, is sometimes kind of freeing, don't you think? Oh, yeah. as a hairdresser, I'm familiar. I mean, with y'all, you correct? Guys, yeah, you it's like the hairdresser have, thing. Y'all are the you know the unsung heroes of the uh, mental uh-huh. health field, bartenders yeah. and and hairdressers. I What's mean. really fun is getting the. Into- I'm sure it's like this in the hairdressing area too. Like you get the whole section involved in the conversation, mm. just like you would do with the bar. Like, say there's 15 seats at the bar, and you're getting every you're single person other involved. Opinions, yeah. So when Game of Thrones was happening and we were all talking <laughs> about the last season, like we had a huge like bar conversation. It was great. What did you think about the last season? I loved the last season, but it goes. You have a TV in Zebra. I don't know if there's a TV. There is a TV. Yes, but we, I mean, we don't have HBO. We're not. No, I didn't. Like but I, didn't, I don't even. I'm there. For those who don't know, Zebra is a piano bar. Correct. Yes, yes. we um, are a piano bar, and, uh, but, which is wonderful, by the way. And I think the only one in Memphis, isn't it? That's totally. Well, I think. Well, I think Silky's is technically considered a piano oh, bar. Oh yeah, I guess they right? would. How often do they have a piano player? I think well, they they're do like every four night. times a week, yeah, right? Doing do pianos, and they have Barbara more often than other places. Barbara Blue, my my sweet friend Barbara. It's not so much. Well, I guess it is request based, but I think they do get a playlist of things that they have right. to go through right. in their set. They so, also have a goat. They, they do have, have a goat. Maynard, they have this Maynard the third or oh, something. You know the goat's name. Oh, honey, I used to. I spend quite a time down at the uh, Silkies. Do you really in oh, the diver buckets? Oh, you know they never did shit for me. I mean, I heard they're primarily sour mix. Yeah, it's it's uh, people come and the, the, the diver is a large 
yellow bucket, bucket of booze. And they put all this booze with like grenadine and with cherries like eight straws, and eight right? straws. And people, particularly uh, tourists, come in, oh, I'm getting a diver. And then they think they're getting all this wonderful booze. And there's booze in it, but I, I, it's mostly the mix, if you ask me. I ain't never got messed up off no diver bucket. Mm, and she tried. I she tried. keeps trying and trying. Let me ask you this. Do you think that you could run a bar that was a THC bar? Or would you get the same satisfaction Also, there? I feel like this relates to my real life, you know, bartending gig because I'm typically high. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking that much. Sure. So. so do you think that you'd get the same satisfaction if everybody was high? Probably. I think everybody is high typically. Yeah, they, it's I don't 2020. know a lot of people that don't smoke weed. I do know you? Allison doesn't. I don't. I just, you don't? I don't naturally fun <laughs> she doesn't do, she doesn't do anything uh other than the, the beer and the, the liquor liquor um, liquor i just met her her body's a temple uh-huh oh well, they, yeah they got nothing to do i don't it. know what kind of temple you've been <laughs> to this this one needs a it's temple beth shalom <laughs> fried chicken is what it is I would never go to that church. I think they steal oh, money. No. What is that? Yeah, I'm a temple open to everyone. Uh, Twenty four hours a day. Right. I want to go back real quick to okay. the um, to the parties that we're throwing at Zebra. Yeah, and I think that when I opened Zebra, me and the my have two partners. Um, we just wanted to open the piano bar that we had been used to in Chicago. Right? I never. Right thought that I would be throwing so many parties, yeah. but now that it's happening, Do they throw so, them in Chicago? No, no, it's just a piano bar. You you know, the parties happen. There's they're really, really busy um in that location. But I like a lot of the people that come in for the parties are my friends. Right? right? Whether they're gay people or straight people. It doesn't really matter. It's your community. It's it's my little world and I love introducing them all to each other. It's like one of my favorite things. I love to connect people. I feel like that's kind of the reason another plus of throwing these parties because you know, you can put everybody together in a room and then they all become friends. No, and that's exactly. that's the best part of the it. The weird part about you is that uh, uh, you've been sitting here talking and describing um, what a lot of people don't understand about business um, at a um, complex level, but you're kind of explaining it very simply about community using community and um, using uh, your uh, connections uh, to benefit yourself, even. It, you're you're talking about it in a very um, hallmark beautiful way, but you're you're doing something that they teach in like business school. You're using your connections to further your um, trajectory. When you look at it like that, yeah. sure, maybe, well, yeah. Well, that makes me think that you're such a smart business. I mean, I already think that you're a smart businesswoman. It makes me think that you're a very smart businesswoman. I just see a lot of love stories happen that way. Mm. We had a regular. His name's Jeremiah. And he was a regular, actually, at the Zebra in Chicago. And then he moved to Memphis. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you're here, too. Right? So now he's a super regular. And I um, introduced him to John Michael Alderson. And now they're like besties. And they hang out. And I think that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. They would have never known each other. Now, you know. um, Tomorrow's bringing people together. You keep mentioning. You are. No, you really are. I love that, though. Like, I love that you do that. I want them oh, all to oh. love each other. I've met a lot of my closest friends at Zebra Lounge. That's I mean, I would consider you one of my close friends. I met sure. you there. I met Kay there. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Kay there. Yeah. Jeannie, I met there. I met Jeannie there. She takes care of my child. 
I just either. I just saw Jeannie at um, your bar picking up these pizzas. Um, We're eating pizza. I just saw Jeannie helping me clean up Christmas because she came in after you left because mm. you were so sweet to help me. <laughs> I was doing I ran, so this morning. We need to talk about everybody's New Year's uh, before right. we get too far in this. But I was uh, I stayed out until God knows when with Stevie because Stevie's a bad um, influence. Influence is he? He's also from Australia. Yeah. He, oh yeah. Or he has all different time zone, honey. Or he has a speech impediment. We're unsure which one it is just yet. But, um, but he's adorable. He is adorable. Him. But um, we stayed out really late. And then um, I went, I signed up and went on that, uh, you know, they have that, those gay guys. Rick Bartle has yeah, those, the, the running club. club yeah. uh, they don't call it jogging. Apparently jogging's a bad term. Right, I know. I, I come from the era when people were jogging. I know it's, it's running. You're not supposed to say jogging? No, apparently. When did that happen? I, everything happened. Girl, it happened a little while ago. It I was, did? Mm-hmm. Somebody called me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, you call it what you want to. I was I, I won't be doing it. I didn't hear it. It was... <laughs> well... Well, I went running, and I only made it 15 minutes in and had to walk the rest of the okay, way. Um, I understand that people want to start the New Year outright, but who it was would awful. schedule a run on New Year's Day when I know people have been out imbibing liquor and partying and all that? I will tell you the type of people. The people that wake up on New Year's Day and say, it's a new year, and I'm going to start it off right. Listen. Exactly why I'm doing this podcast I don't believe, right now. I don't believe in those resolution things. I just don't. Do you not? Know, but I you eat cabbage them. and black eyed yeah, peas. It's, it's, but it's, now, it's, but you don't do resolutions. No, it's almost, that doesn't. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like super, but it's almost like you know the whole tradition of Christmas. I, I mean, feel like whether you believe in what it stands for or not, you still go through the motions. I see. I feel like you're just eating the black eyed peas and cabbage just in case. That's a buffer. We it's were a talking, just in case. Shelly and I were talking earlier about these traditions. We don't know where you're listening, but. Down south, there are a lot of traditions on New Year's Day that people partake in, particularly eating a green vegetable such as cabbage or the greens, turnip collard, supposedly. Do too. Brussels sprouts count? As I would the think green? it would count. Okay. I mean, it's it, it, green. It's not a typical. It's part of the. Well, it's, it's in the cabbage it, family. The cabbage. I think of Brussels as little cabbage. I think a broccoli. Right, me too. I think broccoli would work too. Oh. That's not even but close to not, cabbage. But though. you know, I mean, so I, good, I was uh, my, I didn't grow up with broccoli until you know they started having it in the schools. My parents, I don't think, grew bro- broccoli in Mississippi. So, so. <laughs> did you guys grow your own food? Did, did did you grow up growing your own food? No, but we. I'm, I'm just curious. Camille did. Um, no, really? we didn't. What <clears throat> my family lived here, but their relatives lived in farming with, communities, and we got a lot of. Fresh things from relatives and things. So, and then yes, my parents did have gardens in the backyard, and neighbors would get together and do the whole everybody's backyard. That's and have one city big farming, though. Yeah, it was city, city, mm-hmm. city uh, well, gardening. Allison's from Midtown. Yeah, I'm a Memphis. Wow, that native. is so cool. So she's um, from Midtown, Memphis. She's one of the few people I know that grew up in this yeah, area. Do so. you know my boyfriend from childhood? Then do you know Ben? He grew up in Midtown as well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm still really. Old. Are you? Are you? Are you? How old are you? You don't look that old. She's older than Ben, I think. Yeah, I'm, probably. Yeah, I'll be this year. Oh, yeah. Mm, her, her. I'll be the speed limit guessed. this year, girl. I, I, what is this skin regimen? Speed limit, of yours? my God, that, that kills Honey, me. Honey, it's called staying fat. Mm-hmm. If you stay fat, you don't wrinkle. God, if I ever lose a bunch of weight, I'll look. What like happened a, to Camille then? What? She sold her soul to the devil. Why is it? She oh, she's it? had work. <laughs> Honey, I'm. Trust me, I go back. I remember the original nose. 
<laughs> there used to be a different chin on that. Um, guy. Did she? You saw the picture in our little chat. The few yeah, uh, I did. and the new, the old chin, the old, the old the nose, the old chin. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, she's gonna be like, DC meant before she's chin. Gonna be like, uh, I don't believe I gave you permission permission to talk about my. Did, oh, did you guys grow up together? No, but I've known. Okay. I've known. Uh, say, well, that means you could say in a way they did. Yeah, they I mean, well, actually, I guess uh, Mar- uh, Camille's uh, coming out uh, because I was at a first time she, she ever went to a gay bar. I was there with her. Oh, wow. And uh, that was 27 or 8 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, and, that's uh, how old Micah is. Yeah, I know. Literally We said, you know, she said if we'd been heterosexuals and got together and had babies, he would have been our child. Oh, my God. That's so true. <laughs> so, um... Back to New Year's Eve? Uh, yeah, yeah, the tradition. Uh, so, uh, yeah. We were talking about what everybody did uh, for New Year's Eve with New Year's Day. I went on a jog this morning. It was stupid. I didn't finish it. I had to walk the rest of the way. And then I was walking by um, Zebra Lounge because we, we did it in Overton Square. And she was like, she had like six balloons she had popped. She was like looking so sad. Out of 400. <laughs> yeah, there was hundreds. Let's be clear. Yes. There were 400 balloons blown up yesterday. And I was supposed to go meet everybody for brunch. And I just like looked at the window. I was going to just say wave and say hi. And I looked at the window. You look so sad. And I was like, I have to go in here. That was, oh, but your that picture was very you true. I was you so, so sad. sad. Like I had a pep in my step when I walked in. And when I looked at the bar, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. The best part of a party is the like hour before the party ends. The hour before the party ends, the party's at the type. Everything's going fabulously. It, you realize how what a success it was. You're on. You're in this like basking in it. The worst part about a party is the next morning. Yeah. The or first hour of the next morning when you realize that you have to clean all that shit yeah. up. And I will say. Um, the sales were fantastic. I was happy with it. It's very normal for a New Year's Eve, right? Mm-hmm. It's always the, a busier night, right, and right. this was on the more busier side, and I was really grateful for that because I looked around Overton Square. There weren't oh. a lot of people. Goldie's cr- was so Goldie loud. was what crunching on it? some uh, pizza crust. Oh, oh, I, heard I, like, I thought, did she break a tooth? <laughs> <laughs> Can I eat the rest of this? I will say, though, the bartenders did a really fabulous job at working. <laughs> But they did a shitty job of cleaning. Oh, you know, so we cleaned today. So For those of you who were listening, and, <laughs> and yes, I hope everybody's listening. Y'all did I'll so good. But dang, man! I uh, tried to name them last night, and I couldn't remember Alex's name, who I've known for a long time. And that's I was like, so funny. I remember. I was that. like uh, naming all the bartenders, and, like, and then, then, then that that guy. Oh, jeez. He's fantastic. I he's love He's really great. He's such a weirdo. But I wouldn't say that the aftermath of the party is his strong point. Is he there Which I get. Like, I wouldn't want to do is that either. a lot? I don't know him. He does sometimes. Like, he's like a on-retainer okay, type okay. guy. Mm-hmm. He's a fill-in, but like a good, you know, he's yeah. a good fill-in, yeah. a good, very solid he's a, he's a zebra se- person. He's kind of sexy. I think you would think he was attractive. I'm sure I would. A little sexy mm-hmm. fill-in. Mm-hmm. I like him to fill in over here. Hi. Hey, at, at, mm-hmm. On Harvard Avenue, you can oh, fill in. Our operator is not always so glamorous. It's I'm a janitor. You know that. Mm-hmm. So, a balloon popper, which is actually not fun. So today, your help was so appreciated. And then I had to, one of the bartenders did come back today. Darcy. And she helped clean. No, she knew. Nice. She goes, we all knew. We left, but we knew what we left. I'm like, you little bastards. Yeah, well... Uh, being the person who gets the fall for everything is never fun. I have heard that happens on New Year's Eve a lot with bar staff. 
Um, Do they get drunk a little bit? Yeah, and then they have, or they want to get out and go see if their loved one of some kind. Don't well, we all want to do that? I know that. that. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm not giving excuses. Don't defend them, God. No, I'm just saying this happened. I happened to hear a dressing down of the, uh, I was out on New Year's Day at, at another establishment, and the owner came in and was um, chastising the staff in front of the customers about the shape they left the bar in on New Mouth Year's Eve. Bartos. Oh, who would have thought? Um, and we were sitting there, and my friend was like, is that appropriate in front of customers to be doing that? <laughs> now, Allison. It was just me, though. I'm like family, you know. Tomorrow and I have been so busy today. We even uh, had a very long um, lunch. Uh, we didn't know that we were about to have one. I was hoping this wasn't going to come up. But yes, we're not we had talk- a disappointing experience at a restaurant today. Yes, And it's a restaurant together. that I frequent. I frequent this place. That's always disappointing. It, it was. We were hoping we would be there for to forty-five spend money minutes on food that ends up being. Her, yeah, her and she knew it was, was bad, and, and then she, did she nothing. still did not take it off the check. It was. Oh no! She goes, "Sorry, I can't do more for you." you go- I'm like, "Actually, you can. You can go tell your manager, who I know, who to either take it off the check." But she was not budging. She was like, "No, you're going to pay for this because we ate it." <laughs> but. I will say she ordered something with poached eggs on it, and they were they were hard as rocks. They were no, there was nothing were not poached, poached about those. Everybody knows the reason for ordering poached eggs to get a runny experience. Or the yo- yes, you want to bathe in a yellow yolk. Yes, I, I want mean, a, a yellow bath of yes, yolk. Yes, a golden shower, a creamy bath. <laughs> that is the the whole thing. That is the whole purpose of a poached egg. A golden egg. corral, if yes. you will. A firm outside, but a runny sun. Oh, I'm just putting yes. this out there. If there's a photographer out there. That wants a drag queen to do a Stop really it. fun photo shoot. Goldie D wants to do a golden shower photo shoot. Not actual, like, um, what the original golden shower well, is. Urination. We would call it gold. So yeah. no one's peeing on you. Well, not in the photo shoot. Um, oh. I, I, would, <laughs> I would like I would like a conceptual. Because I just saw a calendar <laughs> of all these different people giving you golden showers. Uh, and we would name them. August So they wouldn't be actual, like, in the picture. It would just be their urine or just whatever. Just the urine. But well, we maybe would some na- feet, but, a we knee. Would, but we would name them, like, uh, yeah. uh, Mayor Strickland. Oh. <laughs> in August, <laughs> Mayor Strickland call it showers and blessings. The and then I could t- in interviews later. I would uh, it, like later in life, I'd be like, "Well, you'd never know the odor of different people." You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Mm. Well, well yeah. I think it has to do with what they eat, Your right? Diet, the asparagus yes. makes you smell asparagus. Everybody always goes for best. asparagus, but what about have you ever drank tequila until you couldn't see straight and yes. then peed the next day? Recently. There is Does a hurt, <laughs> but Shelly was still like, "Don't tell." Oh wow, me. she's. It was. I a, can tell you're scarred. <laughs> there was a few that was vomiting. Chelly is scarred in general. Don't get her started. Oh, Chelly. Oh, Chelly. I'm not drinking. Well, I said January, but after today. Oh, oh I would love to do dry. Uh, we've been I'm talking dry about January. David and Maybe I even February. Talking, my twin brother and I have been talking about doing dry January, but then um, Camille made fun of it, so I don't know if yeah. I want to do it anymore. Well, I mean. Why'd she make fun of it? Because Camille is rude. I don't know. She's no, mean. Camille is just like me. She's a little jaded and bitter. And well, she, I think I think her idea is like, if you want to do something, you don't have to tell anybody about it. Because people are hashtagging dry. Right, January. right. Her, her, I, I will, in her defense, say that she, uh, these people do things to be politically or to seem cool about it. Yes. If you're really serious about it, just don't tell anybody and do it. Keep it a secret. And then after it's done, hey, I did this. I mean, that's fair so enough, but. It's so funny. I don't tell people just in case I fall off the wagon, right? Oh, listen. 
So right, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm not going to tell anybody that because if I'm having a cigarette off the wagon, then I'm going to get chastised Because Because it. actually the journey to a destination is a road that backsteps a little bit. Sure. And when you're a human being and you want to do well for yourself, you might make a mistake. And people people think when I was doing the vegan thing, I, I did post a lot about it. And I've done it quite a few times. Now. I think I've done it three different times. I do it for like a month at a time. I will do it again in the future. But... When I do it, people like well, like well, uh, you know, that's a debatable issue that you're what you're eating could be not vegan. Like blah blah. blah. I don't need your help. I got this. Well, well so help me out here. What 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 is the purpose in dry January? Is it to because if you February comes around, you start right back up. Is it to perhaps not pick up those same habits? Yeah, I think kind of like Lance. I think Lance, I think I, I think the idea is that having a break from anything um, resets your brain and makes you recalibrate and rethink. I just read an article on this before I came over here. Oh, great, Sharon. Tell they me say, They talked about the positive effects that happens when you go dry for, they said dry January, right, but a 30-day period. And the levels of pretty much everything is better. Like your liver's better, the sugar oh, intake yeah. is better. Like, Well, you've seen pictures of folks that have like, quit drinking for 90 days and 90 days later, you know, their skin is better. They're not bloated. They're not, you know, it's, it's, a, I get it, but, oh, well. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It's giving up the instant gratification, right? I've recently had experience with someone who gave up drinking, and then he gave up smoking, and then he gave up red meat, and then he was just, he's like really just. He's running out of shit to give up. Well, you know, there's. Was he happy? It's a long list, mm. right? Is but he, he happy? Gave, well, he's feeling better, like physically. But um, but the reason it, I don't getting know. there is pretty shaky. Uh, <laughs> I think you know, <laughs> if I gave up this, I wouldn't be happy a lot. You know, I I think that uh, for me, in considering giving it up, is that uh, I find myself and contrary. Yeah, go ahead. I just find myself to be dependent on it to be myself. Oh, it's yeah. a it's some nobody point. wants to have to be on something to, to be, be my, themselves something. Yes. Right. And I think that is the fear with this gentleman I'm talking about. Like yeah. he couldn't be very social without drinking nine Copious beers in his, in his oh. you know, in a setting. So there's, you know, a learning curve when you take yourself out of that nine beers and social and singing and dancing. And then all of a sudden you take that, take the beers away and you're like, Oh shit, what do I do now? I'm just kind of having a problem lately where I, and I've never been like this my whole life, where I'm having trouble stopping after a couple of drinks, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of new for me, and I don't like that feeling. Where do you it think makes that me feel a little from? bit out of, I think sometimes when things are going, like my personal life. Are going well? They're going, not going well. Uh. You know, like I'm going through a bit of a breakup, you know, something like that. Yeah. And then I um, find myself drinking more, but then it almost, but then you can't control yourself. Um, I, I I always know after I get past a certain number, like there's a certain number that if I get past, I, is a the point of no return. Well, then you feel like sh- you feel so bad the next day that you can't even like be productive. Well, the and then, and then there's the shame. There's the shame that you put on yourself the next day. I and that's I think um, that's in 2020 or in any year, but just because we are entering 2020, I think that like it'd be great not to every once in a while feel weird shame about things especially about there's no shame in having a uh, get i don't think there's any shame in getting drunk i don't think there's any shame in having fun with your friends getting drunk and waking mm-hmm. up but those are the overwhelming emotions that you feel and uh, when you wake up and you're hungover and all the emotions that are are not related to that situation start pouring in and i'm sick 
of waking up in the morning and not having any reason to be sad whatsoever and feeling all these emotions just because I mm-hmm. uh, am susceptible to because it. Because the yes. excess of alcohol from the night before. Yes. Mm-hmm. I find that when I drink like that, like what you're talking about, it's because I'm having so much damn fun at the bar and I just yeah. want to have another no, drink. Too. And then it's, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm having so much fun. I'll have one more. I'll just have one Because you totally get there, man. I totally get Because the idea is that one, one more so is going to keep it going. But, yeah. you know... I also find I drink more in the winter. I don't know why. Because you're inside. There's nothing, you know. Also, you don't have to bear you don't have to bear your body to anybody. You know, yeah. there Plus, is a calorie hot. count when it's to liquor, hot and you're drinking. Right. You get lethargic and like, yeah. you know, so at least drink. when you're it's but you're cold. sweating it out too. There's nothing like a little True. red wine in the winter to warm you up. A little brandy, little, Ooh, a little champagne, bourbon. Little champagne. Little champagne. You mean headache in a glass. Yeah, well, Love it. Well, I didn't know this guy turned into a temperance episode. So now, I haven't really been drinking that much since September. You said and I that probably, earlier. Tell I me. probably have had. On a weekly basis, basis since September, on the um, on the most part, probably three white claws a week since September. Mm. Wow! And a white claw is nothing, and that's not much. Yeah, it's like five percent, right? And I'll drink one after I work a long shift, just as like a, call that a low edge, dosage, low dosage drinking. But my sugar intake has. Increase. Increased immensely. There are four different kinds of ice cream in my refrigerator right now. We have cookies and cream, oh. um, but also Baskin Robbins sells their Jamocha almond fudge. Oh, that's the best in in gallon, not gallon, half gallon form. It's great. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that happens a lot. So they the sugar, gold metal I have, and they still I have, have a family size Oreo pack. Now I do have family members in the household. However, I'm the only one that eats the family size Oreos. <laughs> um, they don't last that long. Uh, so yes, I'm craving sugar like crazy. I think it's because no, it's Thank because I'm missing the sugar <laughs> no, that I would get from liquor. I'm trying to help her out here. Honey. Thank you. <laughs> now, uh, Allison, guys. Uh, what did you do for New Year's, and did you make any resolutions? No, I never make resolutions. I never make any would resolutions. You, would, would you make some? Would I, I probably have, but, I mean, I, I find that, I mean, if you don't need a – if you're going to do something, do it whenever you decide to do it. Don't start on New Year's because normally, like, you know, it by the third weekend of January, you, you haven't done what you said you were going to do anyway. So or that's me. So if I'm going to change something, I change it whenever – I need to, not just because it's the first of the year. What did you do for New Year's? I just went, I went by a couple of friends' houses. That was, uh, there was no big party, just people were gathering. And This is the third time I've heard what you've done on New Year's. I feel like it's a little vague. No. It has not been very, like, I well, went no, to so-and-so's I house. No, I went, to, no, I, I went a by little... a, a family, met my nephew's house for a moment okay. to see his children. And then I went by another friend's house. They had people over. And I didn't stay there very long because it was boring. Where were you in the ball <laughs> shop? It was not fun. I was at my nephew's house. He I was told. watching TV. He said there was they had they had the countdown <laughs> on the TV, and uh, it was kind of nice because usually I, that's not where I usually am. I'm usually in a crowded, loud bar, um, surrounded by many people. Or I've been at a large house party before, but it was kind of nice because when's the last time you made out with somebody at midnight? Oh God. 
God. Last night with Chelly Bowman, she tried to slip me time. Midnight on oh God, I thought you meant any midnight. Well, honey, uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. I thought, well, girl, where were you Saturday? I mean, like, uh, I'll call you tomorrow morning and yeah, tell you really. all about it. No, no, no. Uh, mid- oh, it's been a while. Usually, I'm like on New Year's Eve. Usually, I'm hosting or busy or doing yes. something. I don't mm-hmm. have time. You don't have time to be with. Anybody? I know. I work in the restaurant business. I haven't um, been around someone in a long time. I feel like it's always kind of awkward yeah. at midnight. Are people yeah, it is. Like, like, are you ready? Are you ready? Because I'm never usually coupled <laughs> up. Now? All, the, all the couples are kissing, and then they go, oh, poor yeah. Sympathy go, kisses. Get off me. I need your kisses. You get sympathy kisses. Get off me, bitch. I don't need sympathy your kisses. Sympathy kisses sounds like an art installation. It sympathy sounds like kisses. an album by Prince. Oh. Oh, my God. I would love oh, to hear that. Oh, my God. We can... Well, it could be uh, Goldie's new track, Sympathy Kisses. Sympathy Kisses. Yeah, she is. What like, does that sound like? Isn't it? That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's one of those quasi-Christian songs. Sympathy oh, Kisses. Sympathy Kisses. I don't know, wasn't it? No, that's funeral. That's it, funeral stuff. Is that then. where you your eyelashes are? I think it is. Or you, yes, you, yeah. I think that's what it's meant to be. That's such a. It just seems weird. A way to get a kiss. I mean, it's like Eskimo kisses, right? Rubbing your nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to rub noses with not one person. I feel like you, there's more bacteria with um, butterfly kisses because I feel like your you're eyes are up. a little bit more susceptible <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna to be picking up cells Ooh, girl, and whatnot. You gave me a stab. I'm just saying. I got a stab next to your butterfly kiss, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my god! So, 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 but. Um, it was kind of nice because I've been so busy and this whole holiday, I mean, well, the season's been busy, but actually Christmas and New Year's has been kind of low Do key. Do you find yourself, Allison, to be slowing down? I've, I've noticed you slowing down the last couple months or is it you just taking a little sabbatical and you'll be back I, I, I really, forth? I really am thinking I'm slowing down a little bit because I, I, it, it's just time. I've been at this a long time and it, uh, it's it's like, you know, time to... Sometimes, like you say, um, I know my limits. Like I can, like the other week after a show at the deli, we could have gone out, blown it out. None of us did. Stayed out till three or four in the morning. It's like twelve forty-five. I can go home. I can sleep, and I can feel better tomorrow. The whole thinking is different. Yeah, yeah. Your whole mentality. But then is I knew different. I had a lot to do because I hadn't finished shopping for Christmas. I had to wrap. I had to do all this stuff. Have and, you been turning down things? Uh, a couple of things, not many, but a couple of things. Because you know your limits. Yeah. Balance. You know, we were talking about giving up things and, you know, all of that. I really believe in the in the idea of balance. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Balance is something that you get from boundaries. I have a hard time mm-hmm. telling people That's no. If they about ask them. me to do something, I'll mm-hmm. try to do it. I was uh, So I think if maybe in my thinking, if I like make myself not as visible, they won't ask me. It's so funny. Like, I'm going to hide in this corner and maybe they won't ask me to host their show. I don't want to encourage Alice in Wonderland to set boundaries because I, I do think boundaries are he- healthy and I, I like the idea of those. And I like the idea of balance. I like the idea of you being balanced. But also, I don't like being told no. And I am one of the people constantly trying to encourage Alice in Wonderland to do things for me or with me. And she is. Been um, low key lately. I feel like that's more friend thing, though. You know, like you're not. You would never ask her to do something that you knew she wouldn't. I get past this uh, uh, thing coming up in the end of January. I'll be a different person, maybe. (laughs) And I hope that's the truth. I I know that it takes a lot of effort to be the the queen of a Mardi Gras crew. I'm just got a lot of things. You're so over it. You have your big party. I'm not over it. It's just just been. No, it's not over it. It's just it's been a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot, right? Um, And they ask you everything, and it's it's you know totally not. Yeah, I mean, I got like five texts a day about something that that sounds good to me. 
Just yeah. say yes. I but do. you can't I, nod and smile. Yeah. You have to, re- but you I, have I, to I, respond I told, because it's text I, I message. Told, I told, you know, the people planning the ball captain, look, I'm not that person. Uh, you, mm. you, you can, I'll be happy mm. with whatever. But and I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's just, yeah. And then, you know, <clears throat> there's um, rehearsals coming up for certain things that we've got to do uh, that, that are kind of stressful. You have your big ball at the end of the month. Yes, 25th of January. 25th, and it's going to be where? At Minglewood Hall. It's about Minglewood. Four weeks away. Yeah, and then uh, three weeks. Is, uh, the uh, yeah, the Mystic Crew of Pegasus Mardi Gras Ball. Did anybody else go to the party at, at Minglewood last night? I did not. I saw I didn't pictures. Either. I saw that it looked crazy yeah, it busy. Crazy. Uh, it looked fun. Uh, I, I can report of friend of ours said they had a really really good time. So. Yeah, she she said that it was uh, one of the more popular ones. Um, I know uh, Spectrum took over. Spectrum has turned into a party planning right. business, and they helped plan this one. Uh, and I, from what it, I can gauge, it, it was it looked like a bigger version of what Spectrum usually is: a younger crowd, mm. uh, larger crowd, uh, people in from college, etc. Not for all of the mature. You know, I, I, I think that if, if Spectrum uh, gets their footing and is smart about it, they'll try for the older crowd. Um, Let me ask you this, though. I didn't mean to cut you off. Please do. But, um, <laughs> but I did. But I did. Yeah. <laughs> didn't mean to, but we it's already did. It's because I'm a leader. <laughs> I will Cheers tell you. to that. <laughs> the leading is all, you know, follow by example. I really, or lead, but lead by example. So here you are. Uh, Yes. Um, Anyway, I really think uh, that the Minglewood party is really what you make of it, right? Right, like everything. It doesn't really matter who's showing up per se. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who went to the Zebra, and she normally would go to Minglewood, but she said that the last time she went, it's because she wasn't with a big group of people. She wasn't really with anybody. She just showed up by herself. Right. And it it was so massive, she didn't really know where to go. She was kind yeah. of like, eh. In a group of people and all them. Right. And so I feel like it really does matter who you're going with and who you plan on being, who you're dancing with. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I, I totally agree with I that. I had so much fun at the Big Gay Dance Party, uh, in uh, the one right before Pride. Right. Um, the one where I fell off. Was that downtown? No, it was, was in Minglewood Hall. and it, I, That's okay. the one I fell off the dancing platform and injured myself quite well. That wasn't uh, when you were dancing with me on the platform. No. But that was the same party. It was the same party. Mm-hmm. I fell off of a dance platform. I was by myself. It was J- Jason Savelli said, lean back, you're not going to fall down. I got you. And I said, okay. And I leaned back and he did not get hit. Never hit. trust people. No, you <laughs> did he didn't have me and I, especially Savelli. Don't trust trust yes. And girl, I fe- right. it, was, it was it was a seven feet tall that little pl- dance platform was, mm-hmm. and I fell all the way down and, <gasps> and hit my head on the ground. Oh. And I my back was uh, I still have a scar on the back of my back from it. But um, <laughs> uh, I went after even after falling off that dance platform, I had some. I was up there with Jason Savelli, who was one of my very good friends, best friends. And uh, we had so much fun. We, it was mostly just us dancing together, but I had so much fun. Isn't that- My favorite big gay dance party, you and you and I were all dressed in the same group. The 90s party the was Spice my girls. favorite. Girls. Yeah, that we were the Spice Girls. And that was my you were favorite party. Spies, yes. and I was Baby Spice. I loved it. I, and you were ginger spice, right? I was, right? I was, I, I mean, was. It was a fun night. That was, that was, that was my favorite big gay dance party. It was yeah. like 
Two summers ago. It was so It was at stop hot. three, four, five. Yeah. It wasn't even at Minglewood. But the fun thing about the um uh when we were the Spice Girls, they did they they played the Spice Girls. They played their song. Got, I know. They asked us to come up there and we uh, we performed well, I don't know if we called perform. We did we danced we around. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, we it rocked was, it. We I saw a video, it. honey. No, I saw the video. It was if you awesome. Were, you were amazing. No, you were amazing. Oh my gosh. You I, knew some of the dance moves. Well, I mean, yeah. That's my era. Yeah. That's my genre, right? I'm, that's I my turned, GM. That's her GM. Yeah, I turned 40 last year. Oh. So now, yeah, that's kind of my thing. Oh. Spice Girls were like my coming out, you know, like my we, going into adulting. Right. Phase. We've been recording for a minute, so we, we're at the, the stage where oh, we need to all... End. We're not at the very end, but we need, we're at the stage where we all have to at least uh, say... Um, what our um, goal is for the year. So we're going to go around and say our goal for the year. Uh, Chelly, we'll start with Chelly. Chelly, go ahead, Chelly. Um, well, I need to finish my dissertation and graduate by oh, May. Oh, shit. So that's part of the dry January, um, you know, the reason why I want to do that. So, yeah, um, finally get my Ph.D., finish school. Um, yes, and continue on my life hey, without that you. hanging over my shoulders. Yeah. Serious. It's it's a personal goal. I want to be more organized. In I'm not very organized. I mean, I'm organized to some extent, but I'm talking about personal things like throw away stuff I don't wear anymore, clean out, make my life, simplify my life. Marie Kondo, that shit. Yes, I, I like that's a generic because, goal. No, but I mean that's just. But it's it's a problem because I don't throw anything. When you away. organize I'm, your I'm, when you organize your space at home, you really organize I'm, your life. I'm, someone even it said it doesn't today, last long for me though. Someone even said, "Well, that's the thing." And I thought, I think the problem is I keep still keep too much. Mm-hmm. I've really for got to pare down. Yeah, I got to pare down and get rid of. And that's just just what I for me personally. But but I do want to. Um, I want to be. I know it keeps moving. Sorry, the microphone. I'm, is I'm just going to hold that moving target. I say that all the time. I'm just going to hold I'm it. Hold I'm it. not going to do anything else. With <laughs> well, you know they say if you hold it, you might as well. If you look at it, you might as well hold it. If you hold it, you might as well put it in your mouth. Give really? a mouse. Really? You always have to put it in your mouth because you <laughs> if you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> it's going to put but it. In no, mouth. I think I also for. I don't want to do that. That's per, that's just a private little thing. Nobody, it doesn't matter. You to don't want to put it in your mouth. No, I'm talking about organization. <laughs> Getting more organized. But I think other than that, I do want to, um, um, I want to work on making a better impact. What uh, limiting my things to what I do? It, it, that they're really um, uh, more impactful. Mm-hmm. Focusing, focusing on, and not focus. just like say focus. yes to focus. everything. Focus. Refocus, focus. not just saying yes to like everything. Okay, uh, we go. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. And not that your events aren't important, but it's kind of a burnout situation. So make sure that it's going to be beneficial for me and that group. Or fun for you, right? Fun, exactly. Yeah, every if you take the fun out, didn't right. we talk about that? We yes. take the fun out. It's not every single thing that you agree to uh, do with yourself uh, needs to be mutually beneficial. And I, I and I hate to say that because I think a lot of people out there think like when you do charitable works, it doesn't need to be. But you get something out of doing charity. Well, no, it depends. Yes, I agree. With even you. if I it's totally just men- even if we- it's mental, you get something, out, and it needs right. to be mutually beneficial. I, agree. I always hate how resolutions. Of course, lose weight. 
Get better wigs. <laughs> yeah. I always say don't wear very an amazing like, wig collection. And I really jewelry. think your jewelry Thanks, collection. And if no one has gone to the new June Lee, you're missing out. Oh, girl, <laughs> honey. Shit. I've got to go over there and do some ball shopping. Oh, I haven't jewelry. been there. Yet. Also organized. Oh, it's amazing. It's like aisles and aisles, but like organized. You can't aisles. take it all in. Have you ever been to Amvets ever on Elvis Presley? Oh. I have. Yes. Not as good as Not as good as Lee. I was in there one it's time not. and the air was out. Ugh, was that that what were you saying, Chili, about resolution? No, I was just saying that, you know, um, they're always like such a bummer. They're always like the hard things. Like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat better. I'd like to have some fun ones, too. So, right. like, I don't know. I want to make I'm, out with I lots of I plan to get blackout drunk no? two nights out of the week. No. I promise that to myself. That's no. one goal I could I probably make. I promise meet. to myself I won't be hung over the next day. Why yeah. can't we do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that can't sounds better. Well, so what are yours this year? I think to it's to separate the personal and the business. That's mm. the goal. Oh, yeah. Which is, which is hard when you're very so invested. Personal. And yeah. I don't mean taking it personal. I mean making it personal. So that's a, I feel like there's a weird distinction. Which is, there. No, but it's difficult. I think probably as a business owner, when you pour your whole self into something, not to make it more personal. Yeah, but you still have to be smart. Yeah, and I feel like I'm not me, or maybe me. I feel like it just gets you get emotional about certain things, and I feel like there has to be a separation. Amen. I totally agree with that. You have to. Separate things. Like what makes sense isn't norm isn't always what you may want. Right. True. That's very true. What makes sense isn't always uh, what you may want, but it makes sense still. Right. Regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I also wait one other thing. Uh-huh. I also am going to work on intimacy with my partner. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that that's is, always a that's goal. a great goal. Mm-hmm. That's a, that, see, that sounds like a positive one. I feel like, well, it it's kind of positive. It's kind of like um, making him feel comfortable about being as intimate as he can because I don't know that he's, like, super experienced in that. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure that I really am either. Like, when I really think about it, like, mm. yes, I'm like, oh, wow, intimacy is this and this and this. But I feel like... I need to expose myself a little bit more than I have in the past, and which um, can be emotional. There's an so then you have to a vulnerability. Vulnerability. Oh, that is vulnerability. Yeah. vulnerability right. is I'm very hard to do. Very bad. Very hard to. Very bad. People try to over intellectualize it. Not only am I bad at it, but then I make I want my partner to be good at it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you can't carry the weight of the world. Right. Yeah. So. You know, I kind of have to dish out what I'm going to... I have to take what I want to dish out. Um, I think that for the podcast in general, my uh, goal is to uh, interview more people. I love it when it's just me and uh, the, the, uh, the Chelly and Allison. <laughs> but I just... Whatever's in there, we're pouring out wine. I kind of want a sip of that. Though. Yeah, have a sip. <laughs> I actually took most of it. <laughs> oh, Kelly, you need we'll it, darling. All There's that something talk else of intimacy. Like, I know. Yeah, I'm telling you, it makes you, it makes you <laughs> drink, it makes drink, drink. Let's have a, open another bottle. We're talking about intimacy. <laughs> but I hope that with our podcast, that we have more conversations with uh, with real people. I think so too. And and and, and I, that's, I want to come back. Oh, you, yeah. oh well, you, you're you're fabulous. You def- oh, you're going to be on rotation, sweetheart. I want to be on rotation. <laughs> Here's our weekly visit with Tamara. 
We need to have a little uh, segment that yes. just pops up. Oh, um, the zebra segment. Pop, the pop up podcast. Pop, pop up, up podcast. Podcast. Oh, podcast. Oh. oh my gosh, I can get cozy. Y'all have come up with something. Point uh, it. Chelly, I mean, uh, do you have uh, resolutions for the podcast specifically? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you just started mixing it. You want to get better at mixing? Yeah, it. I definitely want to learn like how to use Audition more, she and I, I want to like make it better. And I want yes, and I want us to do segments. I want us to work on doing segments. We got to do segments, and to kind of like just rethink how we structure it as well. Yes, you know. Allison, do you have uh, resolutions for the podcast? I just think it's um, yes. I think that, you, like you said before, the real real people, real guests. Um, that um, would be wonderful, and I think I love the idea of the segments. I just think that we should, uh, no, I, I, I'm enjoying how it's going right now. So you haven't told us what your personal resolutions are. Oh, uh-uh. he, she thought you forget about that. Mm-hmm. I need to hear some stuff. Well, I'll tell you what she said. <laughs> um, uh, I would really enjoy. So I'm, I'm uh, planning on running a tr- or doing a triathlon oh. this year oh my goodness is that um, where you bike bike swim run. swim run okay um i'm also planning on hiking the hoh rainforest in olympic national park oh that's right is that you where are... you go to the place that's the quiet, the quiet place. place i have a the, i'm my friend linda and i are hiking into the quiet place which is one of the few uh places in america that are unmarred by human sound but then after all that past all those like physical things and mental things i'd like to make more money and have more sex well i want to have more sex too i also want those things make more money actually i want to make more money too but i'll just take the money the sex is okay no i I want both of those things (laughs) make more money and um have more sex i know that a lot of people's resolutions are built around like spirituality and their personal growth and stuff like that. And I think I do enough of, I mean, I do a lot of, I mean, you just said I have a, a table over here, a coffee table full of self-help books that are just sitting because I just literally read these four mm. or haven't read these four for a while. But um, I am the best at spiritual growth and all that jazz. I need to uh, get fucked more and get paid more. I'll mm. tell you what. Absolutely. I had a lot of sex in 2019. I hope like you have a shit time. I hope 2020 you have Double. So saying I want more in 2020. Be greedy. Almost take it greedy. all. Thank no, you, but take Be it all. Greedy. Take it all. I don't think it's greedy. Why, why it's is not. it greedy? And, it, you, you know, it, sadly, it. that's not going to work on my intimacy problems. Oh. So. Sex and intimacy are different uh, things. Because yeah. I'm actually, I don't want to have a boyfriend or a spouse for the entirety of 2020. Because oh. I just went through a bad breakup. I want to be completely single. But I want to have a good time. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, and meet I, nice people. Meet nice people have no yeah. intimacy. You're a modern you graduate. You should meet all the nice people. So okay. if you need me, I'll be at Zebra Lounge on uh, any given weeknight. So, um, uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you again in February. Uh, when's the next time that we can see you? Is it is it the twenty fifth of January? Um, yes, at, at Minglewood. Yes, I think giving up it. her title. Oh well, you know, no, actually, yeah, I guess technically it is the give up, but you go to April actually. But yes, the, uh, everybody knows that's the that's the last hurrah. So, yeah. So Queen Pegasus the 16th. She'll be giving up her uh, uh, title January 25th. I'll be there as a royal court member. Yeah, yeah, royal court. I'm very, do a little number. Do a number two. I'm very excited about that. Chelly, where can everybody see you next? 
I'm gonna be at my house. Oh, okay. good. Not good. drinking. Good. Getting my Working shit on done. That dissertation. Mm-hmm. Working on that shit. Yes. Uh, is that another word for masturbation? Uh huh. Oh my gosh, I want. <laughs> yes. I want that instruction video. <laughs> <laughs> Please post on YouTube, and then tomorrow, where can we see you next? You can see me at the Zebra Lounge on Saturday night. Hmm. I do bartend on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So if you're looking for a therapist bartender who's not drunk, that would <laughs> okay. be me. Okay. Um, she may be a little stoned, but she won't be I'll drunk. I'll be high. Okay. But I feel like I'm more truthful that way. So mm-hmm. you'll be getting the Crazy. naked, ugly truth. Which is what brings it back around to me. Uh, I'm Goldie D. I'm Alice in Wonderland. And until next time, you've listened to Refocus. Oh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes, now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D. and Allison Wonderland. Music for this episode is Summer Swing by Sasha Ende. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.